Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And, of course, a lot of things happening in the world of news. Uh, over the last little while, things continue to evolve and change. And, uh, of course, the announcement yesterday uh, from the Deseret News and the Tribune uh, making the announcement, uh, not surprising to anyone, that the uh, joint operating agreement, which uh, is something that's been around for about 68 years, uh, that expires at the end of this year on December 30th of uh, 2020, uh, would not be renewed. This is a an agreement that allowed the two organizations to uh, sort of leverage the high cost of uh, running big print operations uh, that, uh, again, are, are sort of obsolete uh, in today's world. And so with that announcement, of course, comes uh, a lot of different changes. There will be uh, changes announced by the Deseret News and some of the future plans coming up uh, here within the next hour. And I'll be joining Lee Lonsberry at 2.50 uh, on his show, Live Mike, to uh, talk about some of those changes and what those will mean. And I wanted to just give some perspective uh, to all of that as we look at a rapidly changing news environment and news organizations uh, around the country. And it was it was interesting to me to kind of look uh, historically back to to where a lot of this uh, began. Uh, for the Deseret News, it was uh, June fifteenth of eighteen fifty. Uh, the Deseret News began a, a pretty remarkable journalistic journey in these remote mountain valleys here. Uh, of course, then it was the uh, territory of Deseret. Eventually, became the state of Utah. And the Deseret News started that endeavor on a wrought iron press hauled by oxen across the continent. And the Deseret News established a, a powerful pioneering voice on the outskirts of the American frontier uh, with a vision that was incredibly big and bold and uh, even uh, even audacious. And now here we are 170 years later with its news on all different media platforms, a uh, new transformational era. Uh, we're sort of looking back at where this organization began. Uh, and so I, I actually went back and looked at the founding prospectus of the Deseret News, which uh, gave some really instructive glimpses into the principles and the the purposes undergirding uh, the enterprise and the vision. Uh, and it's actually a, a vision that I think will propel it forward uh, for another 170, 170 years. Uh, but I want to read just a little bit of this to you today. Uh, so again, this is the prospectus for the Deseret News, June 15th, 1850, the motto, Truth and Liberty. And here's how it begins. We propose to publish a small weekly sheet, as large of our, as our local circumstances will permit, to be called Deseret News. Designed originally to record the passing events of our state, and in connection refer to the arts and sciences, 
embracing general education, medicine, law, divinity, domestic, uh, domestic and political economy, and everything that may fall under our observation, which may tend to promote the best interest, welfare, pleasure, and amusement of our fellow citizens. Uh, I love that. <laughs> I think that's a uh, a great framing, and I think we can uh, say that wholeheartedly uh, that that has not changed, and that will be the driving force uh, for another 170 years to come. And uh, interesting, it, it goes on to say, uh, we shall ever take pleasure in communicating foreign news as we have opportunity in receiving communications from our friends at home and abroad and uh, solicit uh, what they called ornaments for the news uh, from our poets and poetesses. Uh, Truth and liberty continue as a uh, driving force in the paper's journalistic approach today. And as news medias uh, and organizations continue to evolve, uh, the commitment to deliver truth, in-depth reporting, insightful opinion in print and online uh, is stronger than ever. And there are, there are many across the country who have forecast the beginning of the end of rigorous journalism, in-depth reporting, and enlightened opinion and commentary. Uh, we happen to disagree. Uh, what some might see as an end, we see as just a beginning. And after 170 years, the Deseret News sees today really as a hinge point in news media history. The Deseret News is prepared and, and properly positioned to serve the state and the nation as a bold, noble, and independent voice. And I think those are really critical pieces of the puzzle. Uh, bold in terms of having rigorous journalism. I think that's the, the key to everything that happens uh, in this building uh, from the Deseret News side, from all of our partners at KSL Radio, KSL TV, uh, th- that idea of having bold and rigorous journalism, that it is also noble, meaning that we're trying to elevate the conversation. We're not playing the gotcha games. We're not using the divisive rhetoric uh, that splits our communities and our country. And so bold, noble, and then independent, as an independent voice to to be a watchdog in those cases where light needs to be shed uh, to induce a, a little bit of proper heat, I think, in terms of getting things done for the betterment of society and the community. Uh, those are all things that are, are just vital. And Utah, as you've heard me talk about in the past, is is really an extraordinary place. We have our faults and flaws, to be sure, and we have a lot of things we've got to do and a lot of things we need to do better. But as a laboratory of democracy, we're making some good things happen. Uh, we are showing the country and the world what happens when civil society is strong, when religious freedom is practiced, and a free market economy is allowed to flourish. And contrary to a lot of the polarized perspectives that are just so rampant everywhere we look today, uh, the Deseret News provides this really nice window in to what's working in America, it gives a, a nice voice and reflects and, and raises the voice that really is the heart and soul of the nation. And so I'm convinced more than ever that it's it's time to, to challenge ourselves uh, to step back from a lot of that divisive rhetoric, step away from the angry war of words, step forward, step forward into the principles that unite the nation and we all need to link and lock arms and step up and climb towards that elevated dialogue. So our our principal foundation is, is solid and there. As I mentioned, there'll be uh, some exciting announcements coming out within the hour. 
and the goals are audacious and grand. Uh, the Deseret News has been here, uh, and we've been to big, bold, audacious plans before, 170 years ago, on June the 15th, uh, when it all began with a simple perspective, uh, prospectus that said we will print a weekly paper and that we're going to cover the important issues of the day locally, nationally, and internationally. We're going to talk about principles that create thriving communities. Uh, all of those things are going to continue, and it will continue to be uh, Deseret, principled, illuminating news, and uh, an invitation for everyone to, to stay tuned and check that out. Uh, we'll be reporting on that throughout the day, uh, of course, on Deseret.com, and, of course, here at KSL News Radio as those announcements are made and things step forward. And, and some people are sort of, you know, mourning the loss of, of a lot of the traditional pieces of, of print news. And uh, it's sort of like, uh, in my view, mourning the, the loss of the phone book. Uh, we, we did not have a wake for the phone book. And we did not have a wake for the, uh, we lived in San Diego for a while, so the Thomas Guide maps were like critical. Uh, and we didn't mourn that when it came to our phones. And uh, there's going to be exciting ways to to get principled, illuminating news, whether that's digital, whether that's in a variety of print products and and, uh, formats. Uh, There are going to be many ways to engage in important conversations, critical conversations for our community and our country. And some of those will jump right at, at you from your phone or your tablet your electronic device, some of them will come off printed pages in uh, some really cool and exciting ways. And the important thing is for all of us to recognize that we have a place in this community and in this country. Uh, From this unique place we call Utah, uh, there are some great things happening. Principles are being applied that allow individuals, families, communities to thrive. And uh, we need a lot more of that kind of conversation in our country today. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Desert News. Thanks for joining us on KSL News Radio today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.